the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're all having an absolutely blessed, fantastic day today, as always. And be sure, if you guys need anything, check us out at healthmasters.com. Ultimate Multiple Powder on sale for 12% off tomorrow, or today, right now, the whole weekend, until next week. 12% off. Be sure to check it out at healthmasters.com. If you need anything, always feel free to give us a call up at 1-800-726-1834. Now, some of the first things I've been seeing this morning, this is very interesting stuff, is that the uh, Florida Attorney General under DeSantis uh, filed for a temporary restraining order to essentially stop the mass release of migrants into the United States, coinciding with the end of Title 21. Um, this is They're arguing that it's basically materially identical to a policy that was blocked by a federal judge earlier this year, meaning this has already been – if you guys remember when Title 42 was supposed to expire months ago, and it basically had a federal judge come in and stop it from being halted because they said, listen, this isn't going to benefit anything in the United States, You know, allowing individuals to just come in and say, I'm seeking asylum. Okay, here you go. No court date, no restrictions, no nothing, just full access to the United States, unfettered. They said – the federal judge said this isn't okay. This is months ago, if you remember this. Well, essentially now the attorney general, Ashton Moody, has filed a restraining order with uh, DeSantis. And filing in the U.S. District Northern of uh, District of Florida, arguing that the plan by the Department of Homeland Security to release migrants on the streets if Custom and Border portray, uh, Protection are over capacity is unlawful, and it's too similar to the parole plus ATD policy that enjoined that that was enjoined by a federal judge in March. The policy saw migrants paroled in the U.S. and enrolled in alternatives to detention. The federal judge accused the government of effectively turning the southwest border into a meaningless line in the sand, little more than a speed bump for aliens flooding in the country. Now with the Title 42 public health order, which allows for rapid expulsion of migrants at the southern border due to the pandemic expiring, there has been a fresh surge of migration that's come to the border. That's what we've been talking about, which clearly there's been massive funding to allow this to happen. And as I said before, it was also interesting. All this week, every single mainstream media outlet showed photos about everybody's getting to the border. Everybody's going to be released. Title 42 is up and everybody gets to come in. They say, I need asylum. They get to walk in. They literally get to walk over a little speed bump. No, nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. But definitely don't go to the border, guys. Don't don't come to the border. Don't come in here. Well, you, you can't come in here. But if you do, there's not anything they're going to do to stop you. This is exactly what's been going on for weeks now, and so apparently it looks like the um, the federal judge has blocked the Biden administration. I saw this this morning from releasing migrants without court dates. Uh, the federal judge blocked the Biden administration from implementing the policy that allows for release of migrants without court dates just within hours of the end of Title 42. Judge Kent Weatherall imposed a two-week restraining order on the Biden's administration policy, which would see migrants released on parole with conditions. And this is exactly what I just talked about a second ago. So it looks like this thing has been halted with a restraining order for two weeks. So they're not going to be able to do what they had basically been planned on doing because, as I said before, the administration had told DHS and Border Patrol that if they got overwhelmed by X amount of individuals coming to the border, they simply gave them a parole letter. And that was it. Like, that was just, hey, buddy, here's a piece of paper, basically your pamphlet. 
explaining to you what you're supposed to do and that's it. I mean, and clearly, obviously, everybody knows these guys aren't going to go to a court date or go to parole. They don't even know who they are. They don't have driver's licenses. They don't have social security numbers. They don't have passports with them. It's like they're going to go back and say, oh, we know exactly where you are. You're over here at 123, you know, Recomp Lane, and we're going to go ahead and um, come pick you up with a warrant because you didn't come to your patrol, parole. These guys disappear in the fabric of the United States because the migrant policy, the migrant, as far as landscape of the United States, has become so vast now. I mean, I've talked to guys that I know in the sheriff's department, and them dealt with SWAT raids and everything else, and they've dealt with times where they have had warrants to go to places for drug offenses, and they go and do a search warrant on a house, and there's eight, nine, ten people living there. All undocumented, I might add that. I mean, I've personally heard the conversations from direct action elements that were involved in raids, and they said it's bizarre. There's mattresses everywhere. Everybody's living in the house. Everybody's, you know, it's a two, three-bedroom house. There's 10 people living in it. All of a sudden, you got a search warrant for somebody because they're selling methamphetamines out the back, and all of a sudden, you find out it's a massive house for people that are illegal there. This happens all the time down here in Florida. And so what happens is a lot of these individuals, if they can get across the border – they're good. They don't have to worry about anything anymore as far as they find their family, they find their communities, they find out where they're going. And, of course, we talked about in detail where you've seen this massive, massive engagement where the ones that may actually do do it, it's legal. They get huge subsidies, including from BlackRock and State Street and Fair Housing Opportunity Acts and all kinds of other stuff. So we'll see what happens with this with this two-week um, restraining order and if this actually slows anything down. But, again, this is – this is an invasion of the United States, and it's a very controlled one. It's not. This is not as outrageous and outlandish and uncontrolled as they're trying to portray it as. This is a very, very strategized invasion. There's a reason why all these people have been sitting there for weeks on end. There's someplace all these people are getting food from. You know, I told you yesterday. I saw videos of them eating MREs. You know, where are they getting? You know, thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of MREs every single day to feed all these individuals. I mean, is Border Patrol giving it to them? I don't think so. Somebody on the other side giving it to them? There's high probability because you start having hundreds of thousands of people sit around all day in the sun. They need water. That's the other thing, too. Where are they getting water from? I mean, you're out in the sun all day like that. You've got to be drinking at least a gallon of water a day. You may be able to get away with half a gallon. You're out there in that border sun. You're going to be needing to drink a water all day. You're talking about hundreds and hundreds of millions of gallons every single day with all the people that are going to need it from all sides of the border. So, again, something just to look at and understand, and we'll see what happens with this uh, restraining order here in the next few weeks. Also, to in other news, this is interesting as well. You guys have not heard about the whole thing with um, that with this, this Neely guy that basically died from a chokehold. If you guys saw this, very interesting situation. And uh, he's now – his uh, the individual, the Marine, Daniel Penny, 24-year-old Marine, is now being charged with the death of the 30-year-old homeless man, George Neely. He's been arrested on manslaughter in the second degree, second-degree manslaughter. And, of course, the MSNBC and NBC and CNN broadcasted every single protest and every single engagement. I never covered a lot of this because it was a very bizarre situation because I really didn't think it was going to continue to escalate like this. But, of course, the mainstream media needed to have some type of scapegoat to basically try to push the race card. So you had a black individual that was Jordan Neely. Who, by the way, just to clarify this, he had been arrested 40 times, 40 times for various offenses, including drug distribution, disorderly conduct, battery, assault with a deadly weapon, 
fair evasion. He was currently on an outstanding warrant for assault and battery on a 67-year-old woman. Out on warrant right now. When he was on the subway. And apparently he was on the subway. He was screaming profanities at passengers, threatening to fight with them, taking his jacket off. And uh, basically, Daniel Pinion, another guy on there, said finally it reached a point where he was becoming so violent and aggressive towards other passengers, they grabbed him. And uh, Daniel Penny basically had him in a chokehold, and another passenger was holding him down, and they were waiting to basically get to a stop so they could get law enforcement to arrest this guy. And essentially, uh, this Jordan Neely guy ended up dying. And so from the chokehold, allegedly. Now, there's never there's not been any on what kind of narcotics were used on meth and He's fentanyl. Of course, it's irrelevant now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he was doing. It doesn't matter what his background was. The fact that he died from a civilian holding him down because he was trying to fight everybody on the train, well, that's all you need to know, and that the Marine was white and that basically Jordan Neely was black. And the crazy part about this is now Daniel Penny's getting charged with second-degree manslaughter. Second-degree manslaughter. This is a very long prison sentence if he gets convicted of this, and it's going to change his life even if he gets acquitted or they find him not guilty. And the crazy part about this is – and I've told people this before. Now, remember, this is up in Manhattan, New York. So again, you, there's no anything fair about the justice system up there. People are allowed to run around and literally do drugs out in public, and they're told it's fine. We'll make sure we give you free crack pipes and free needles up there. Uh, but hey, if you have a firearm on your person and it's legal, but you haven't fully registered the gun with the state and gotten permission for that specific gun, and you have a magazine that holds over ten rounds, well, you're going to prison for federal or you know, for for felony gun charges. But it's okay for anybody to do anything else up there. And what's crazy about this is this is, again, another incident that normally would not have gotten any type of publicity. I mean, stuff like this happens on a regular basis in big cities, as sad as that is. I'm not trying to downplay somebody's death. But what I'm saying is Chicago had, what, 28 shootings last weekend, 32 shootings, four or five people got killed. You can read the whole list of them from Chicago last weekend. Not a single report on any mainstream media outlet about all the shootings and deaths that happen on a regular weekend in Chicago. What happens is, and I've been in situations like this before, and this is what happened with Daniel Penny and the other guy that grabbed this Jordan Neely. When you're in a closed, confined area, you do not have the ability to flee. You do have no place to go. It's the concept they've talked about down in Florida with stand your ground. If you're in a position to where you're somewhere, you don't, A, have the ability to flee, and B, you don't have a requirement to flee in Florida. Because if you're on a subway, which we don't have in Florida because the water table is like three feet deep here. <laughs> you can't in up basements. But that being said, you're in a confined area with other people. And you start having somebody that starts flailing their arms, that starts throwing their jacket, that starts making threats of bodily injury to other people. You do not have to sit there and take it. You do not have to stand by and wait to be stabbed or wait to be hit. In the state of Florida, essentially, if you put your hands above your shoulders in an aggressive manner, that's considered assault. If you do that towards another person with when you have intent to do bodily injury, you're going to get knocked out all the time, every time in Florida. Watch it happen. You won't get charged. And I'm not giving you any type of legal advice. What I'm saying is you can't walk around and throw up your fist like you're going to get in a fight and square up with somebody on the middle of the street or in a subway and start screaming and yelling at them, telling them you're going to hit them and not expect to get in a fight. And what they've done now is they're slowly building this ideology, this concept across these democratic cities that – Law-abiding citizens have no rights. You do not have a right of personal property. You do not have a right to travel freely. You do not have a right to defend yourself. You do not have a right to stay safe. 
all the migrants, all the illegals, all the drug users, all the homeless individuals, their rights supersede all of you all of the time. They can do anything they want with impunity. Hence why this guy has been charged 40 different arrests, including all the stuff I just read about on here. So this is something that's sad to see the Justice Department going here with this and continually trying to go and <laughs> convict citizens. And by the way, this guy, I mean, basically, Daniel Penny was a decorated Marine. He wasn't, this guy wasn't some thug running around trying to get to a fight. He's a 24-year-old Marine. And so, again, this shows you what they're trying to do in society, continue to break it down and degrade it by telling everyone that, hey, listen, it doesn't matter. You don't have a right to defend yourself, even if somebody's pulling their jacket off, squaring up with you, making bodily threats to you and everybody else on the subway. You can't do anything about it. You just need to stand there and wait till you get sucker punched so then you can get into a boxing match with a meth head. Trust me, that's not a good place to go at all. So, again – Understand in some of these states, the laws are not on your side as a law-abiding citizen. Also, too, in other news, just one thing I wanted to address on here. So if you kind of even had an inkling and wondering whether or not this entire perversion transgender group is going after children, Target just proved our point. Hence the reason why I haven't shopped at Target in years. Target now has begun selling transgender clothing for infants. According to the report by PJ Media, the retail chain that previously moved to promote LGBT ideology is now taking it a step further as they have a whole entire new line of pro LGBTQRSTUV, including throw a P in there, clothing for children, even for infants. In case you want to know, your six-month-old makes mature decisions to become transgender, the report explained in a sarcastic manner. They're saying now that basically there's all types of books and clothing, including pride, baby, bodysuit, and light mint green Pride baby, be kind, jumper romper. Pride baby, it takes all it takes all kinds. Bodysuit. I don't even know. I don't even know where this is going here. I'm just gonna stop. Um, really, really sick stuff that they're selling and targeting for six month olds. This is because now you have a generation of I support the current thing morons that literally want to be in the new hip trend, whatever's trending. And they're such sick individuals, they're willing to take their children down a path of destruction and promote this filth to them. So I guess they can feel like they're fulfilling some type of woke agenda. I don't know. They're, I, I really don't understand. I can't, I can't comprehend it. But yes, this is happening right now. And I, went, I saw an article the other day that was extremely disturbing, and it was basically a post from a lady that was super hardcore uh, uh, transgender, and she was bragging about how brave her son was. And I'm going to read this to you real quick. This is disturbing. This is basically posted on parents of transgender children on Facebook. She said, my son got his second puberty blocker today. Yay. It was going great until the doctor came in to perform the procedure and inject him with it. The doctor was amazing, by the way. My, I'm, my son freaked out after the numbing cream and basically said he did not want to have the procedure. Luckily, the children's hospital provided a child specialist to stay with him during the procedure. Her job was to calm him down and distract him. In about an hour of negotiation, before he let the doctor continue, it was the most stressful hour. I was so scared going through this, and I kept thinking of the consequences if he didn't do it. The medicine is almost $40,000 a year. The medicine only lasts a few days, so it had to be done immediately. Coming back to put him to sleep for a procedure will, like, will be unlikely. 
However, the insurance will probably not approve this again. I was so proud of them. He went through this. I can't believe how brave he is. The whole way home, he was crying because he was his stress. And I want you guys to hear this. This is how sick these people are. He kept saying how it's not fair that he had to do this, and he's right. It's not. I really can't explain to my friends that don't have trans children how stressful this was, so I thought I would say it here. Being a parent of a trans child is not the same as being a parent of a normal child. Guys, what the heck is wrong with our society right now, and why is this even being allowed as normal behavior? There are over 300 pediatric transgender clinics now in the United States, up from two back in 2007 now. This is not an abnormal occurrence anymore, guys. This is a direct targeting of these young children. And these parents that are doing this, they better repent to God Almighty because this is not a joke. This is not funny. This is not ha-ha-ha. These children, in most cases, do not have any idea what is happening to them because, hey, a 10-year-old has no ability to maintain concrete, rational thought of the consequences of injecting testosterone in a female at 12 years old and blocking their puberty and what's going to happen to them by the time they're in their 20s and 30s and 40s when their body starts having an enormous amount of health problems. None of this is okay. None of this is normal. And now you've got Target promoting this for six-month-old babies for rompers with pride gear all over it. Lest you think this is an agenda going after the children, lest you think this is an agenda with the transgender pedophiles trying to promote this to the children, lest you don't think this is an agenda on YouTube and the public school systems, I just proved my entire point in case to you guys on exactly what they're going after. It's not the adult transgenders. It's the children, guys. Do with that as you will. Keep your children strong and healthy. Keep them safe. And by all means, prevent them from being exposed to this level of perversion right now that is starting to overcome enormous parts of the United States. As sad as that is, that what do you think? I'm, I'm really trying hard not to say something ugly right now. Yeah, good luck. So I'm, I'm going to say something ugly. So you guys just choke it out. What the hell is wrong with these people? Oh, that's right. It's not what in hell's wrong with them. What's out of hell that's wrong with them? This is right back out of the fallen angel playbook, guys. This is just all that. And if that offended you that I said that, then whatever. I don't care. That that was about to make me start puking here in the house. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with these people, but it's out of hell. And it's just, it's just the absolute stuff that I've talked about for the last two weeks on Angel Wars and the complete and total destruction of what God has made on this planet, exactly what they did. Don't forget about Sodom and Gomorrah. Don't forget about how perverted people get. Don't forget about what God did with Sodom and Gomorrah. Don't forget what Jesus said to be better for them to tie a millstone around their neck and be cast into the deepest part of the sea than to hurt these children. There's a reason he said that, because this perversion was also going on in ancient Rome where he was. And he saw it and saw what they were doing to the children, and he had enough of it. And this is unbelievable. The kid's crying and doesn't want to do the procedure, but they're being forced to because their parents are a bunch of stinking weirdos that have been culturally marxized. I mean, you know, I, I just – I see it. Let me say something to you. If this doesn't make you angry, if this doesn't make you angry, you know – I don't know how to stir your soul. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to say to you to get you pissed off. I'm so sorry about my language. I just I, I can't stand stuff like this because I've had four children, four wonderful children, and I and I and I and I worked and I worked and I worked and I worked to help maintain their culture of being a Christian and being an American and being a patriot. All of them. They were homeschooled, college, all of them. And and here I have this story this morning. And here's the problem. A lot of states 
in the United States, especially in places like, you know, Seattle and, you know, you know, Washington State and in Oregon and, and, and you know, and, and, you know, Massachusetts and these super, super liberal states. They consider this to be like a badge of honor, a flower in their cap when they could take a child to do this. You know, Charlie Theron, who I think is a guy, by the way, just thought I'd mention that. She's trying to raise a little transgender little boy, trying to turn him a little girl. I mean, I, the whole thing's putrefied to me. And, you know, so I won't watch any more of her movies. And, and it just goes on and on and on and on and on to the point of nauseam. And yet we sit here and still go to Target, not me. You know, Target can just absolutely just pound salt. And Target's in trouble now because of this stuff. Yeah, they won't wake up because they're owned by State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock, who are the bloodline families again. All of this stuff is real. And that's why we did an entire eight-segment eight program on angel wars and what happened in the pre-Adamic race and what the heck we're doing on this planet. And that's where we are right now. This just, is crazy. You know, I'm so glad that DeSantis has, has filed this lawsuit to block this open immigration in the United States without even having any kind of court date. I mean, it's insanity. We have, we have hundreds of thousands of people that are being pushed by the drug cartels that have trafficked into these people now standing at the border, waiting to just walk across and step into the United States. Again, pure cultural Marxism, pure cloward and pivot, pure trying to destroy the social infrastructure of the United States of America. It's just it's just if, if you aren't being energized by what's going on in the news, this is real news we're talking about today. This is the real stuff. Then you're not paying attention to what's happening. I mean, I don't even have cable here in my house. You don't need cable. My gosh, you go to the Health Masters news feed every day and read all this stuff. Also, go ahead and post that article and put a big vomit warning on it when you post it. It's just, it's just people need to realize that this is real. People say, why do you keep talking about the transgender stuff? Well, why don't you listen to another show? How about that? There's a reason I talk about it. Because their God is a snake in a tree. His name is Einsoff. He's in the tree of the universe. You can't even talk to him unless you go through one of the archangels that you have to have sex with, you know, rock back and forth and have intercourse with them while you're trying to pray to that God. That's the perversion that runs the planet because that snake in a tree is the fallen one. And, and that's what we have here in the United States of America. The perversion levels are to a point of being nauseous to anybody who's trying to do what's right in God's eyes. Now, are all of us perfect? Absolutely not. Are we all going to sin? Absolutely, yes. That's why Jesus is here. Without Christ, we have no chance. None of us do. But the reality is, is that you know this country is being degraded. It's being destroyed. The cultural Marxism has pretty much destroyed so many of the women in this country, and so many of the men in this country have turned to complete wimps because of cultural Marxism and political correctness and feminism. So don't get me on a kick of parade this morning. When you read that story, Austin, I, was, I, just, I just got livid. My blood pressure is up right now. I can feel it. Because I can't believe that that woman would force her child to take puberty-blocking drugs while that child was crying. And they have to talk to him. And with 300 transgender clinics, there's a huge amount of profit being made in these transgender clinics. Like she said, $40,000 a year for the blocking hormones. It, it destroys billions. Them. Oh, billions of dollars. Hey, let me, let me, I'm going to say something else. I'm, I'm already on this kicking parade this morning. I've already gotten tacked off. Ladies, listen to me. This is really, really, really important. Don't let the doctors talk you into going on large amounts of testosterone when you go through menopause. It will change your personality. Now, yeah, Sharon did that. She let out a doctor to talk her into that, and it completely changed her personality, and she had to come back off of these, these hormones. That's how strong this stuff is. It, it, it changes. Here's what happens. A man has a left-brain-dominated hemisphere if he's a man, if he's not a wussy. All right? A woman has a right-brain-dominated hemisphere. 
a woman is not designed because of the hemisphere of the brain that controls her to be on large amounts of male hormones. It doesn't work. It changes the personality. I've got a good friend of mine right now who's a pastor, and I love the guy. He's like a brother to me. And his wife went on testosterone about five years ago, and I warned him, and I warned him, and I warned him, don't let her do that. This testosterone pellets, you can't even get him back out. And her personality has gone to yuck. She basically has ruined their marriage. And he's got a big church. He doesn't know what to do. He's talking to me about it. And I told him, I said, I warned you not to let her do it. She, he said, well, she wanted to. And I said, bud, I said, sometimes as a man in the household, you're going to sit her down and talk to her and say, look, that's not something you need to do. That's what I had to do with Sharon. Sharon tried it three different times. All three different times, her personality went to yuck. If a, if a piece of paper was white, she would argue with me and tell me it was black. It messed her up so bad. She couldn't do it. And I realized very quickly that, that this is something that, that doesn't need to be done. So when I see it being done to these little tiny children and they're being given these puberty-blocking drugs or being given testosterone as a female, it's going to screw them up. Now, let me step back one notch and go back into a developmental stage factor. All mammals are born conceived female, period. That's what happens with mammalian DNA. Because of the Y chromosome in the male, who basically is transferred from the father, that Y chromosome directs that female who's pregnant with that baby, that embryo, to release testosterone from her ovaries and from her adrenal glands. And that release of that testosterone allows for secondary sexual characteristics to occur in that little boy. That allows the clitoris to turn into a penis. That allows the ovaries to turn into testicles. It all is based on God and his design, his incredible design from a genetic standpoint of what it does. And when we do all of this stuff and we start putting blockers in or starting increasing hormones into the food supply like estrogen, it's antagonistic to the testosterone, and the little boy doesn't form properly. His genitalia are too small, or he develops a right brain-dominated female hemisphere. Soy milk will do the same thing to little boys. They know this. They know this. Soy is one of the worst products you put into your body and, and because it's so full of, 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 of estrogen. And so you put estrogen into a little baby, you change their brain chemistry from a left brain dominated male hemisphere to a right brain dominated female hemisphere, and it's literally impossible to change it back. And so it, now the little boy wants to go shopping all the time. He wants to wear you know weird clothes. You, you know he's, he's he's effeminate, all the rest of it. And that's what they want. They want to destroy the culture of the United States of America. They don't want alpha females that are with their husbands who are alpha males, who are leaders who could do things and work together as a team. They don't want that. They want complete and total degradation of the family unit, including marriage. That's all they care about because they want to destroy the United States and destroy the world, bring in their one world government, their one world religion underneath Lucifer, underneath this stinky snake in a tree. This, this Einsoff character who's got his own Wikipedia page on top of that. That's the god of the Kabbalah. This is the group that runs the planet and has always been this fallen angel group that has done this. And we need to understand this. It predates ancient Israel. It goes back, back, back to the ancient Canaanite religions. It's the same group that did what happened with Noah and the flood. It's the same group that came in and taught the people to different religions to destroy the cultures. It's the same people that did Tower of Babel. It's the same stinking people all of the time. And we have to understand that. And if we don't look at that and see who they are, we're not going to understand it. It's the synagogue of Satan. These guys are Luciferians. It's evil to the core. It's going to always be evil to the core because this entity, this Lucifer, devil, or whatever you want to call it, this fallen you know, cherub that was from heaven, has been staging this war against God for millennial times. And we are in the middle of this mess, and you have to understand who we are, what we are, and the power that we have. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. you got to remember that. 
If this doesn't stir your blood, that article wrote this, that article read that I also read this morning. I don't know how to. I don't know how to get you fired up. The the boys literally or girl are literally crying not to have puberty drugs injected into them, and the mother is saying how horrible it was to have to inject these drugs, but she knew it was necessary. And blah 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 blah. But the child didn't want to have it done. That is complete and total perversion. Am I applauding to Ron DeSantis to try to you know stop all this transgender indoctrination in the state of Florida? And Disney's just going full tilt against him now. And that's why I'm so aggravated with Disney. I can't stand that organization because of this. You go over there to the theme park, 80% of the employees are gay. You got guys walking around over there holding hands and kissing each other. And, you know, weird stuff over there in front of little children. It's because it's the most pro-gay place in the world. They got gay days at Disney. I mean, on and on and on and on. It never, ever ends. So remember who you are in Christ. Remember what God did for you. And always remember to continue to teach Americans and your men and your boys to be little men and to be big men. I've talked to so many people now who basically are so frustrated in the dating world because there aren't any real men left. There's no men that will stand their ground. There's no men that will protect their women. There's no men that will tell the truth about what's happening in this world. There's no men, and they're all a bunch of, they're a bunch of bro boys. They got all these relationships with these other boys. They're not gay, but they got their bro boys. And, and it's sad to me because they have been so, how should I say, castigated by the female population because of cultural Marxism and feminism. They're scared to go up to a woman and ask them out. Or if they ask them out, they have no way to communicate because they're so addicted to pornography all the time. And they're so addicted to being online and doing texting to people. They have no communication skills. This is nauseating. This is what we've done to the young boys in this country. And the women are frustrated. They don't know what to do because they can't find men to date because there aren't any men left. This is the United States reality we have. It is not just the United States of America. It's every Western culture. It's done through every – it's permeated through everything because they want their old world order back. They want to have the ability to turn it back into a satanic haven of these fallen angels to run around and do whatever they want to do and destroy the human genome because not only do they hate God, they want to be you because you've got a soul and they are so jealous of God, they're willing to wreck the whole planet in order to destroy you because they're doing it against God. If you understand that, you realize the battle that we're in is not against flesh and blood. It is against these principalities, these entities from other realms. You understand and realize that you've got to stand your ground like it says in the book of Ephesians. And they have these, these people that are going out and shooting people and killing people, and, and, and nobody knows how to defend anybody. Let me tell you a story. Austin won't want me to tell you, but I'm going to tell you a story anyhow. I remember Austin was like 13, 14 years old. He's a black belt in karate. He'd already fought in the U.S. Open, placed fourth in the world. He had two guys in the parking lot one night at church on a Wednesday night square up against him, two, to take a punch at him and to beat him up, two. They piled on a church. Of course, Austin had them both on the ground crying, asking for their mommies in about 10 seconds. And then the church calls me up and says, you know, what the heck's going on? Austin hit these guys. Well, they squared up against him. They were about to get in a fight with him, and they, he just had enough of it. They were bullying him, and he hates bullies. Well, why didn't anybody tell us that Austin was a first-degree black belt? And I'm like, why would we tell you that? He doesn't run around picking on people, but he defends people. And I said, I'm not going to argue with him, and I'm not going to chastise him, and I'm not going to rebuke him for defending himself in a parking lot. I taught him how to fight, and we have to understand this. We have to teach the men, the little boys, how to shoot, how to hunt, how to fight, how to defend themselves. But they don't want that. They want everybody to be girly man, girly man, little, little girly boys. You know, they can't do anything. Where are the men that stood in the landing craft on the beaches of Normandy? Where are they now? Oh, that's right. They've been effeminized with the hormones. They've gotten their fluoride. 
They become servile and infertile. They like to stand on the watch their porn all day long and do all the stuff that they do. Guys, if we don't stand here and do something, I mean, this is we're coming into the, the, the 11th hour. It's 11:59. Clock's about to strike 12, and we got to do something right now. We've got to stand the ground. I want you guys to do me a favor. I know I got preachy on the show today. I got that. But I want you to send this show to everybody. And I want you to tell everybody that Ganook in German means enough. Ganook is Ganook. It's enough of this now. And we've got to stand our ground. Get vocal. Get mad. Let people know that you're not going to put up with this anymore. Don't be a sheep. Oh, my gosh. You got to, you got to, you got to. If you don't want to give this show to somebody, find you a show that's saying the same stuff and send it to somebody and wake somebody up today. Uh, you got me all fired up, Austin. What do you think, Bunny? What's your next story? Well, you made a valid point. That's one of the primary reasons why they're doing this as far as with the Manhattan DA and all across the country in most instances. You see it in the movies now. You almost see it all the time in these woke movies where, you know, the only main male figure in the movie usually is just, just like super soft whip guy. They That's have right. To have That's these, right. have to have these other girls that are protecting him. And I'm not saying girls can't be protected. I've seen some girls that actually fight unbelievably well, including my mother. I used to train with me, by the way. And so I'm not saying they can't do it. What I'm saying is what they're doing is they're trying to change the landscape, the mindset, the fabric of society by saying, no, you got to understand, you, you're, you, um, being a male means you need to be a very, very submissive, submissive individual. You don't ever that's right, that's right. Anybody. That's you don't right. ever speak about anything. You don't ever sit there and stand up for what you believe. You don't do any of that. If you ever do that, we're going to put you in prison for defending other people. You know, God Almighty, when he brought Jesus to earth, if you read any anything in the Bible of Jesus, he was not some soft little guy. He loved everyone, but he was very direct. I mean, he constantly called people out all the time, especially the Pharisees and the money changers and the complete and total perversion of what they were doing in the temple. He was very vocal about it. He didn't sit around and go, well, guys, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to have any issues. Uh, you know, no, he said, get out. Turns into a den of thieves. I'm whipping you. I'm flipping the tables. Look what you've done. You've perverted everything. He was irate. The justifiable anger it talks about. He stood up what his convictions were. These DAs, these states, these communists, they don't want that because when you start raising little men, you have men that turn into big men. And big men do what they do in Normandy. Big men did what they did in trench warfare. Big men run tanks. It's that movie Fury. They're running around in tanks all the time. It's a graphic film. I don't recommend it unless you can try to watch it edit or you know what you're watching. But that's what men used to do back in the day if we had to stand up for something we believed in you fought for it now it's like oh my gosh i don't i don't know, I don't know what to do i'm just uh i don't i don't want to talk about anything when it comes to trannies because somebody's gonna get offended and cancel me okay and your point being they've done all this in psychological warfare this is why they do it in the social media platforms you can't talk about certain things oh you can't do this you can't bring it up we're, we're, we're shadow banning you we're shutting down your algorithm of course that's what they always do it's what they always try to do to anyone that speaks the truth, isn't it? Isn't it funny that we've always found, always found throughout history, the group, the main group that always wants to suppress free speech, the main group that always wants to suppress truth, the main group that always wants to go in and stop people from being able to have discussions and talk freely, those are always the bad guys. Whoever picked up on that, obviously nobody's ever bothered to do any 
research in the United States much anymore. I know our listeners do. I know my health masters, customers, and friends and family do. But it's funny to me how nobody bothers to put those two things together every single time throughout history. The groups that constantly want to prevent people from being able to speak freely and talk about what's going on are the same groups that end up being the horrific biggest atrocities known to man. That's exactly right. Because you can't speak the truth in a controlled tyranny because they do not want other people waking up. This is why it is so important when you forward these shows, you get the truth out there. And a lot of the other alternative media, you know, they've covered some of this stuff, but you know, a lot of times you get sponsors. I've told you guys about this before. You get sponsors. You can't you can't talk about certain things. You know, when you start dealing with BlackRock and State Street and Vanguard that have their tarantula, you know, octopus fingers and everything. They're trying to touch every single thing the curse they can get every little dime of money they suck up all the free air take everybody's stuff as much as they can they don't want anybody talking about them they don't want talking about the bilderberger groups and the council form relations they want them talking about what's been going on with this massive massive money laundering gun running scheme in ukraine and one thing about it the other day when i, I watched part of that just on a couple uh clips of it of that CNN town hall with Donald Trump. And there was one thing that I have to say, and Grant, I know he placates a lot. He says what his base wants, but the girl asked him, she goes, well, who do you want to win in the Ukraine war? And he goes, I want the war to be over and people stop dying and we stop spending money over there. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that concept. And the, the crowd applauded, went wild. And I thought to myself, that was actually the best answer. Why in the world are we continuing giving hundreds of billions of dollars to a country that continually keeps saying, "Oh, we're gonna we're we're gonna keep fighting"? She asked the question like it's a like it's a, the you know basketball playoffs. Who do you want to win in this in this playoff? Well, if Russia wins, that means a whole lot more Ukrainians are probably going to die. If Ukraine wins, that means the United States is going to spend a whole lot more money and a whole lot more Russians and Ukrainians are going to die. Either which way, a whole lot more people are going to keep dying and a whole lot more money is going to be being wasted for no legitimate purpose whatsoever. And while we're starting this proxy war with Russia, continuing to combat them, it's because, again, why? All wars are banker wars. Remember, I told you guys, the military-industrial complex, exactly. I heard about this. I heard about this from contractors I knew. The military-industrial complex flipped out when we pulled out of Afghanistan because suddenly we didn't have a massive conflict to keep funneling money into. The military-industrial complex would be hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of billions, billions and billions and hundreds of billions that it continues to rake in every single year with all the military equipment that we constantly keep giving to other countries and leaving in other countries. All of a sudden, Afghanistan, that all stopped. That all stopped. And then suddenly, what was it, you know, about six, seven months later? Oh, we've, we've got to support Ukraine. We've got to support the next current thing. We've got to start running all these weapons. And what nobody wanted to talk about is that it coincided directly when Sig Sauer has the new infantry rifle now. I've talked about this in detail with their new weapon that's going to be replacing the M4 and the squad automatic weapon, the belt-fed machine gun. It's going to be replacing that. They're phasing that out while Sig got the contract and is phasing all these guns in it, billions of dollars with new proprietary ammo. What happened in America? Oh, that's right. We started funneling all these guns over to Afghanistan, dumped them, never picked them back up, and then Ukraine, oh, yeah, we're going to keep giving them all these weapons and offloading our stockpile. 
because they needed to make room for new money, new inventory, and new contracts so they could continue to fund through the, the military-industrial complex. The whole thing always comes back down to the bankers at the end of the day. That's why I've always told everybody, ask questions. Do not take anything at face value anymore. This I saw earlier now. It's interesting. Much like New York and D.C. residents, a lot of them Democrats now, Chicago residents are now in uproar over the arrival of thousands of migrants that arrived in their city now apparently. They're expecting a tenfold increase in migrant arrivals in D.C., New York, and Chicago. And a lot of these hardcore Democrat citizens are now starting to realize that, hey, guys, this, this isn't funny anymore. You're supposed to be sending all these migrants down to Texas and Florida where we can't handle this up here. Oh, no, 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 it's fine. We're, we're, we're doing this for your safety and protection. What? what? You're bringing in two, 3,000 migrants a day into the city that's already overrun with crime? Well, that doesn't make any sense. No, you got to understand. It's, it's for your safety. It, you, you guys got to trust the science. We wouldn't do anything that wasn't going to basically help you. And I saw videos now in Chicago. I, you guys are mad, mad, like protesting. So what are you doing? We already have wicked crime here. It's already getting overrun, and now you just keep bringing people in? Oh, the mayor goes, oh, wait, listen, it's, it's, we, we want to be humanitarian. It's our job to take care of everybody. No, it's not our job to take care of everybody when our country is literally falling into a deep, dark, black hole. It's our responsibility to continue to maintain the United States infrastructure and not overload the welfare system, the financial system, and continue to take care of the citizens that are paying the taxes here as taxation is theft. But I'm not even going to get into that one. So why are they doing this? And I've already told you guys about it. We've gone through it in detail about what they're doing. I told you guys about the UN agenda that got released in 2000. You guys can rewind yesterday's show and listen to it in detail where they expect the United States population to be at 1.1 billion. This is United Nations numbers, 1.1 billion population in the United States by 2050. And they expect 75% of the population to be migrants or are basically uh, related to migrants or descendants of migrants now that have basically come in. That's the overall goal. And so they want to turn the United States into another third world country. That's the overall goal. And they're doing a fantastic job of it. Just go to L.A. anytime. You want to go down there, skid row, 120,000 homeless individuals who have taken over the city and tent city down there. Give you a real clear-cut indication. Lines and trains of motorhomes and RVs, people just live out there. And this is what happens. They're wanting to take – these banker boys are taking it back to the feudal system. They want the peasants, and they want basically the kings. There's nothing in between. They want just people to be indebted to the state, and then the kings live like royalty. That's why I've continued to tell everyone it's so important that you continue to maintain – Whatever hedge you need, I say this every single day, because one of the things they're going to use, and you can bet money on this, they're going to use food as a weather or as a warfare weapon to continue to control the population next. Look at what they're doing. That's why you got to continually look and making sure you're maintaining healthy food, taking care of your body, eating as clean as you can, as best as you can, because they're coming after the health. They're coming after everybody. If you didn't think they were after COVID, my goodness. He got a rude awakening during that whole pandemic, and now they've talked about this next thing that they're wanting to phase in. Where I told you guys about it, uh, what was it a couple weeks ago that they, Bill Melinda Gates Foundation, put together this whole program that they're working on by 2025. They're putting together this whole whole war game scenario, the same thing like they did with the Event 201. They're planning on putting that all together by 2025. They've already talked about it. it's going to be an upper respiratory virus for young children. It's going to primarily affect children. That's where they're headed for this next, and it's ironic that it coincides with 2025. 
So again, my friends, continue to keep your hearts and minds strong. Stay firm in your beliefs and do not allow yourself to be intimidated by this woke movement that says, well, you can't say certain things because it's going to get people upset. If you find something that you really don't like, if you find something that you don't agree with, you can make a comment on it. It's okay. It's okay to stand up and say, listen, this isn't okay what you're doing to somebody. This isn't okay how you're affecting other people. This isn't okay how you're acting. This isn't okay what you're promoting. I don't agree with you. Now, I'm not saying you're going to go and physically stop them because everybody's got free will unless they're starting to threaten you with great bodily harm. That's a different story in Florida. <laughs> but again, you also can decide who you want to associate with, who you want to engage with, and who you want to give money with to. You know, if you go into Target, which by the way, I think most Targets, they still have Starbucks inside them last time I ever saw. They have Starbucks inside their building, and they're now selling infant clothes, transgender infant clothes. If you still really think you want to keep giving me the Target, my gosh, you really need to evaluate your entire principles. I mean that sincerely. I'm not being disrespectful to anybody. I mean that seriously. The company has Starbucks inside of it, and they're selling transgender clothing for six-month-olds and up. That should be a clear-cut example of, okay, I'm not going to go along with this store if you already didn't realize it. I cut it off years ago when they started saying that grown men could go in the bathroom and could go in the changing room with little girls if the men identified as women. That, that's what started this entire thing. The fire point that really started it nationally was Target, and clearly they've shown everybody they're not slowing down on their agenda. They're going to continue to push it. So do with that as you will. Make your own decisions, but remember, if you vote with your money – it has a lot bigger impact, especially when people do it in aggregate. What do you think, Ted? You, you know, Austin, if we just all did that in aggregate, like you said, it's going to make a difference. I mean, I was so, you know, you know, I'm, I'm so happy that Disney's total theme park attendance is down, but it's not down enough. I mean, we gotta, we've got to let these people know that we're not going to do it. Now, I'm going to say something. I covered this on Angel Wars. If you look at the Old Testament and you look at basically how Satan fell – yeah, I talked about the fact that he was running commerce on the planet, you know, before the before the you know before he he rebelled, and it's from the commerce that he was involved in, and the buying and the selling and all the other things that he was doing, that he got so arrogant and so caught up in himself as far as the love of money is the root of all evil, and and so there's a whole currency type of exchange too in this other dimension apparently, and they have to work through our systems here on this planet, and so it's weird when you start really getting into the actual scripture and what it talks about. And that's why he's doing what he's doing, and that's how he does what he does. He has to fund his own, how should I say, conquest of the human race through capital. And that's why he brought the money system and the money changers into this thing. And that's why the same thing happened in the temple with Jesus when he picked up the whip. Remember, this is the only time that we have when we know that Jesus became like exceedingly violent and put the whip to the dog on money changers or flipping their tables over because he knew they were the synagogue of Satan. He knew that. And that the love of money is the root of all evil. And I'm going to say this. There's nothing wrong with money. Money does a lot. Money can, you know, help you know, evangelize the world. Money can help you if you get sick or if you got health problems. Money can help you buy supplements. You can do any of that stuff. But what money can do to you also is create a complete spirit of greed. You know, I, when I was young, you know, we didn't have a lot. We really didn't. I mean, we, you know, my mom was an immigrant. You know, we were basically a, she had a little fish camp that we had with some cottages and that kind of stuff. And and my dad and her couldn't get along because of her, because of her PTSD and all the stuff that she went through during the war. And I was raised basically having to work all the time. I mean, work all the time. And I started working and painting cottages and re-roofing cottages and doing all kinds of repairs when I was eight years old. Now, at this point in time, I still pretty much fix anything. But it was that struggle that made me who I am today. 
But I realized also that it was important to have money in your life in order to be able to handle the bills and have and to be, buy, be able to buy food. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's no, nothing wrong with setting goals and having dreams and aspirations in your life. And there's nothing wrong with having nice stuff. But what you don't want to do is have the nice stuff have you. The other day I was talking to a, a good friend of mine, Veronica, and, and, and I mentioned to her, I said, you know, the biggest problem that I see is people that have money when they're young, and a lot of them are trust fund babies. And she goes, you're right. And I said, I've not met a trust fund baby yet that wasn't a weirdo because they're given everything, and, and the money has completely and totally corrupted them. And, you know, and Jim Rohn said it this way. He says, money doesn't make you better or worse. It makes you more of what you already are. Money makes you basically, how should I say, a an exaggerated version of yourself. If you have money and you're drunk, you're inclined to become a real drunk and drink a really expensive wine. Look at Johnny Depp, perfect example. If you're inclined to do drugs and you get money, you become a real drug addict. If you're inclined to basically be promiscuous, do all kinds of crazy stuff, you become berserk with that with money. But also on the other stream, if you're a giver and you're a nice person, you become a philanthropist if, if you if you if you have money. And all these things make you more. It's like a magnifying glass. There's nothing wrong with having it, but you can't let it have you. There's nothing wrong with having something nice, but you don't want that something nice to have you. Because remember, in the final outcome of all of this stuff, no matter what we have, we come into this world naked, basically with nothing, and we leave the same way. And it doesn't matter what you own or what you've done. The only thing that's going to matter is what you've done for God and for Christ because it's the sole duty of man to serve God and obey his commandments. That's it. We need to understand that. That's something that Adam didn't understand in the garden. He didn't get it. And again, that was something that he did out of his own free will to follow what Eve did as far as the eating of the forbidden fruit. Now, whatever that metaphor is supposed to mean as far as obtaining the knowledge of the evil and good, I didn't really go into that. It doesn't really matter. We know that something happened in the garden that went sideways for humankind. We understand that. But the reality is this. It doesn't mean it has to go sideways with us. It doesn't. We can eat clean. You know, I, I tell people all the time, you know, there's certain foods not to eat. You, know, you don't want to eat pork. You don't want to eat high-fat luncheon meats. You don't want to eat aspartame. You don't want to eat soy. You don't want to eat junk food. You don't want to eat, you know, sugar and high fructose corn syrup and, and you know, and put chlorine and fluoride in your body and, and drink excessive amounts of caffeine and especially coffee because it elevates cortisol. You don't want to put any of that stuff. You don't want to do shellfish. That stuff's un, that's just nasty. I've got a friend of mine. She doesn't really eat a lot of meat, and she won't even touch stuff like that. And I'm the same way. I don't want to touch raw pork because of the trachina and the, and the parasites that are in it. I mean, there's certain things we need to stay away from. The Bible tells us not to. And we're going to cover that. Listen to me, friends. I want you to write this date down. I talked about it a couple weeks ago. On May the 20th, I'm going to be at the AME Church in Dade City. And hopefully Austin will be there with me. It's the Mount Zion AME Church, 14440 7th Street, Dade City, Florida, zip codes 33523. The phone number is 863-595-6476. I don't know why you have to call them, but you could, but don't overwhelm their phones, please. Again, that's going to be the Mount Zion Amy Church, 14440 7th Street, Dade City, 33523, May the 20th. It's going to be on a Saturday from 10 to 12 in Dade City. I'm going to be there. Hopefully, Austin will be able to get it. His schedule to be there. It's on a Saturday. He's got his family and all the rest of the stuff, but we'll see what he can do. But, guys, I'm going to cover health. It's not going to be New World Order stuff. Well, I may throw a little bit of that in there. I may do a little bit. That's what the Pastor Van Green lets me do. But we're going to talk about what the agenda is as far as destroying the people. It's going to be a two-hour seminar. I'll be able to have questions afterwards. We'll ask, you know, get to do a meet and greet and all that kind of stuff. So if you guys can make it, that'd be great. I'd love it to have you guys there. But I want to mention that to you again. But, guys, it's important that we all realize that we're in this thing together. 
and, and that there's certain things we can do and certain things we shouldn't have to do. But, but listen to me, and this is really – this is so important. If you've got a health issue, try a natural approach first, please. You know, don't, don't be putting kids on class two drugs like Ritalin and Adderall because they've got ADD. Don't be giving them 76 vaccines. Don't be doing all that stuff. Think through what's happening to the population and how dumbed down we are. I mean, people now who answer telephones, like with Marriott and all the rest of them, you have to try to find a good rep. Even with American Airlines, you got to try to find somebody that can actually use their own computer and book reservations for you. It's just so important that we understand that. Do your best to be a Christian, a, a follower of Christ. And you're not going to be perfect. None of us are. But the reality is, is that try to bring honor and glory to him and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us and realize that God gave us dietary suggestions not to be mean to us, but to keep us healthy. It has nothing to do with, you know, salvation. I understand that. But what it has to do is with obedience and being healthy. I mean, if you have high blood pressure, if you have depression, if you've got diabetes, if you've got cancer, there's a reason you have all those things. And almost all the time it's because of lifestyle choices. And we have to realize that now sometimes something will happen, like you'll have a traumatic brain injury. You'll fall and you'll have brain injury. And that, that can't be helped. I mean, that was just something that was a freak, freak accident. It's something that basically happened to somebody. And you see with the football players all the time. And they start having all these health issues and depression problems after they have a traumatic brain injury. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about getting your arm broken in an automobile accident. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about degenerative diseases and how bad they are and how they creep up on you and diabetes and all the rest of this stuff with you know adult-onset diabetes. Most of that stuff is so easy to correct with dietary change and lifestyle choices. And the other day I was talking to a friend of mine again, and she told me, she said, it's not about diet. It's about lifestyle. It's about this is my way I eat. This is the way I live. And it's the truth. It's all about making healthy choices all the time, every day of your life, in order to allow yourself to stay healthy and to be healthy and to be productive as an American and be productive as a Christian. I mean, it's difficult for a really sick Christian to win a healthy sinner to Christ. It is. Think about that for a second. What are you offering them? If you can't even talk because you're so ill and your, your blood sugar is all messed up and you're trying to stay alive. And I'm not saying it's not possible because sometimes people can witness through all of that stuff. I got that. I understand that. But the reality is, is that shouldn't we be leading the example by showing people that we can walk in divine health and be healthy all the days of our life by the food we put into our body, by our lifestyle choices, by the prayers that we pray, by the words that we speak, and by, and by, and by, and, and realize that, you know, when we pray that we create scalar energy and that scalar energy creates the fabric of time space around us and we create our own physical reality. Like the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Well, why do we want to speak death and destruction upon ourselves? Let's speak life and abundance upon ourselves. That's how I look at it. That's how I see my life. That's how I see everything with life is that, you know, it's all a choice, and we've got to make the choices, and God gave us freedom of will for us to do that. You make the right choice. I love you guys. I appreciate it. You guys have a phenomenal weekend. I'm so blessed to be able to pray for you guys every day, and I love you guys a lot, and I thank you for all the emails that you sent me. Also, go ahead and finish it up, guys, and have a great weekend. Absolutely. And, you know, continue to encourage everyone, you know, enjoy your weekend, enjoy Mother's Day this weekend, you know, with friends and family and whoever you're with. And I encourage you guys to, you know, make sure you're continuing to just encourage one another a lot of times. You know, a lot of times when friends and family are going through certain things, sometimes people just have a tendency just to start doing their own thing or start acting like they don't care about what anybody else feels or thinks. And sometimes you got to make sure you take a step back and enjoy the little things and actually look at what's really, truly important as we've seen that happen a lot now in our society. And one of the things that, you know, is designed to do that is what they've done with the social media, as we've seen now, where people become so obsessed and children have now become these little idiots and a lot of parents now 
They just, they don't, they will sit there on social media for hours and hours on end and just ignore their kids. I've watched it happen before. I've continued to encourage friends and people that I know, hey, listen, man, you know, these kids aren't going to be this old very long. You know, people sometimes disappear. Sometimes they go. Sometimes they die. Sometimes they check out. So enjoy the times you have with the people that you really care about and continue to encourage one another to stand up for what they truly believe. Because the only thing we really have is the family and the relationships and encourage one another. Because what they have done now with the media is continually try to push people on the ideas that we don't have any right to speak our mind. We don't have the right freedom of speech. We don't have a right to talk to one another. We don't have a right to encourage one another. Everything you say needs to be put under a microscope to see if it's politically correct. That's what they've done now. And they're doing it very, very aggressively, while at the same time, they want to promote their filth on social media and Facebook and talk about this stuff, and they want to promote their clothing and Target, but nobody's allowed to say anything about it because it's supposed to be inclusive. Look at how <laughs> contradictory that is. Continue to get the truth out there, my friends. Vote with your dollar. If you appreciate shows like this, please continue to support Health Masters, please. If you continue to like other things that are going on in different companies, support companies that you know are standing up for truth. If you guys need anything, we got the Two pack of the food buckets still on sale, the organic food buckets, the Berberine Ultimate, which is incredibly good formula, burning body fat and also maintaining blood sugar. That's on sale for the rest of this weekend. Also, to the attention factor, really good for an ultimate mental focus. And, of course, the Ultimate Multiple Powder is product of the week on sale for over 12% off right now on the website for a couple days. And be sure to vote for what you want to see win going on sale next week. Have a blessed, safe, awesome evening, my friends. Have a great weekend. Have amazing Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And we'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.